Orlando Lions Den podcast. The podcast all about soccer and Orlando City. We'll give you the inside scoop, news, interviews, and more. Please welcome your hosts, JJ, Eddie the Commish, and Cleon Lund. Let's get into the show. guys ready it's orlando lions den podcast here for march 6th something today's march 6th right fourth fifth sixth yeah well we didn't get the victory but we got a tie and we got pino with the big goal hello everyone and welcome to another edition of orlando lions den podcast first off let's thank our sponsors real quick casey's sports bar in the heat throw shopping center here in the winn-dixie shopping center and we also have Field Turf USA, um, their parent company, Tarket. They're responsible for some of the best pitches in the world, and we're glad to have them on board. Such a big company. Does a lot of great things. All right, so let's start with the game. Let's talk about it, guys. Let's talk about the great Orlando City game, first game of the season, and we're going to Cleon. You're first. I want your take on this. Draw, 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 no matter what. We don't win, but we do draw. We do draw. Eddie. Yeah, we don't lose openers. It's just we draw. We, we draw. One, <laughs> one win, three draws, but no losses. Yeah, at least we don't have a loss. That's good. Alex. It's growing on me. At first, I wasn't too happy about it, but I'm, the more I talk to Eddie here, I get a little bit happier uh, with the draw, I guess. I guess draw, you're happy well, with the draw. Um, I, I wanted to win, but, I mean, I'll take it with the PC, the red card, and us being a man down. We got a draw. We got a draw. We got a point out of it. So the bottom line is we got a point. We're not at. Did zero. you say PC? PC. He started. Uh, yeah, he started. Wow, how'd that go? Yeah, not very well. <laughs> Cleon, tell me a little bit uh, of your thoughts on the game. Um, the game is start. The first half was atrocious. I mean, we were we had a lot of a lot of mistakes. You could see the first, but. Before I even get on started on that, the first thing you could say, this team was fast, man. He put out an extremely fast lineup, including even PC. He's super fast, too. Um, the the difference in speed, you could see it immediately. It was it was crazy. Like, we were, of course, in the 4-4-2 diamond because that's what I told you we'd do. That's what we did. Um, super fast speed. Uh, had Amro Tark, new guy out there. Um, a lot of backups. Um, most everybody was pretty much expecting that. Everybody was injured. Um, had a lot of you know all our goal scores were out. Um, I guess about the only real surprise was PC. I guess PC. Yeah. Eddie, your thoughts. All right, um, the game. I don't think uh, the whole half was atrocious at all. I think there was some some a, a bad start. Cam obviously had a little bit of a rough start mm-hmm. there. He, uh, he there was um. He had a bad giveaway in that one minute mark. If you rewatch the game, there was a um, they almost scored in the first twenty seconds. They I was worried about the wings. We talked about the last week with Assad. They were overloading to the right and they bombed it left, and they had a nice cross which Tamarick uh, um, swept away. And then after that, I think we 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 got a little bit better, um, but Cam really really blew it in that one minute mark, and Segura just wet the bed. It was terrible. He just like fell. But uh, we, we were a little lucky not to be down one nothing. But I think Cam, I think overall, I'm pretty positive about Cam overall. And I thought we, we settled, and then the PC thing set everything kind of back. And then, um, you know, we had the second half. We'll talk more about well, that. Well, there was even a PK before that, the Super Joe. Yeah, yeah Super yeah. Joe saved, saved the, the, the lovely PK. Alex, your thoughts on the game? I had a tough time watching the first half myself. I'm kind of erring on the side of Cleon, but uh, – 
I was critis- critical, definitely at halftime, of, of Jason Christ already uh, with the PC decision. He's always been known for that, having that um, attitude, I guess. You know, red cards, yellow cards. It's not the first or probably last time we'll see that from him. Uh, but I was I was pleasantly surprised with his halftime adju- or with his adjustments after halftime, uh, subbing Pino in so early, um, making an adjustment for Cam. I did enjoy that. I thought Richie Larea brought on a, a spice that we definitely needed. Yeah, it really picked up when Richie got in. I was I was really happy with the Richie sub, and then people were criticizing the right back sub at the, at the, as a third sub. But uh, I mean, who else do we have on the bench? Sutter was was wasted after a long run, and I saw him at one of the breaks stretching, you know, right after that. So it was just probably to help prevent injury. And on R.J. Allen, give him credit. Uh, we we were kept crossing a bunch of balls in. R.J. Allen was doing some did, did low crosses. Um, R.J. Allen was in the game? Yeah. Oh, okay. Barely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, like I, 10 minutes. Yeah, so I that. thought that was a good sub. I, I have, I'm positive on crisis subs. Now, regarding the whole PC starting, I have an opinion about that. We look at our roster. We had Rocha, remember, he played center back in preseason. That made four defenders on the bench. Uh, Higuita wasn't fit. The Silva's hurt. Kleshin suspended. Russell, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So our options were, were quite limited. Um, PC was playing midfield during the, the season. We had a team that's going to attack us on the wings. He was a former left back, and he could help on that side with the speed. This team came very fit. The, every, everybody who survived Camp Christ came out quite fit. This was a fast team. And look how much a lot of these players ran. So I, I think uh, I don't blame him for, for starting it. I don't think Richie was. Richie just came back to training on Tuesday. I don't think he was fit for 90 minutes. So I don't have a problem with that. And I think... Um, at the end, uh, it was prudent to, to leave something on the bench instead of a bunch of defenders and Richie Larea. All right, so I got a question. Uh, sure. You just mentioned left back, yeah. correct? That yeah. uh, PC played. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we have why, not, why not? Uh-huh. Why not play Yoshi? He played left back also. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So move Yoshi to where PC was. Bring Mueller up. Correct. At that ten, and, down, put Mir- and then put Miram and Pino up front. Yeah. I to me would be. I actually like that lineup better. I think it would be more opportunities of scoring with Pino mm-hmm. instead of Mueller running back and forth because, I mean, I'd rather have him passing the ball and be the number 10 guy or yeah. put Miram at 10 and have it, uh, Mueller and uh, Pino well, up front. To answer your question is that that's how we saw the game play out. We don't know how they were playing in preseason. Mueller deserved to start, right? He, he looks like he outplayed uh, Pino during that, that time frame, and there's a certain shape that they're trying to commit to. Right, Mueller played ten, maybe one preseason game. That's not his his normal spot, right? So you're you're moving. Mm-hmm. The Christ said last year you wanted to have Yoshi on the ball more and more, and he was on the ball a lot. We we eliminate Yoshi from the ball that much that that much. We don't know how that impacts the other thing. It's theoretical that Mueller is going to do what Yoshi did, but we don't know that because he doesn't have the quality that Yoshi does on the and ball. We don't know. Yeah, we don't and we don't know how how the Pino Merum kind of partnership works there's, there's a lot of factors this is just conjecture working backwards because of the red card cleon you're I shaking your head I no don't agree at all <laughs> um <laughs> tell me i mean everybody i mean anybody's been listening we're all big fans of you know and and hopeful of what um mueller was doing in the preseason but and the, and then dave he's a rookie he outplayed a, a lot of people during the preseason but if dom was healthy are you starting mueller over dom no, he outplayed, no. He outplayed no. people as a striker, not as a number ten. And the preseason no matter, no, what, the position doesn't. The positions, regardless. The, the, you're asking but a rookie to play a different position no. on the opening day with other rookies, first time starters, and hoping to go a full ninety and having no plan B whatsoever. That's I, what you're saying. What I'm saying is, plan B should not be Stefano Pino when you have nobody to score the ball and you have a proven you have no goal score. score. You had the leading scorer on the, on the team in the preseason. You have Justin Merrill. You had Yoshi and all that. So I think you, you he outscored Dom. He outscored Dom in the preseason. You wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't start him ahead of him. That roster should have that eleven was fine as is. It didn't need to be fixed. They should have won right, with that eleven. Right. Here's right, the deal. Alex, I'll yeah. be the, the the mediator here. I think I think in all honesty <laughs> the the main reason that Mueller started was because of his action in the preseason. I mean, earned it. it's game one of 34. We got 34 of these things coming up. Um, and he earned his start. I mean, the guy's probably riding high on confidence. He sees all of us, you know, his Twitter followers are gaining by the day. His Facebook followers are gaining by the day. He's getting all these mentions. Everybody's going, we're so excited. We're so excited. He had five goals. He's crushing it against 
MLS teams, so you have to give them the start, right? Yeah, you have to give them the start. I don't think anybody's questioning Mueller starting. But it's listen, PC so I starting so I agree with that. But the, but, but is the where thing about too. Mueller starting is this. I think another thing that we can all agree on is that I don't think he could have went ninety minutes, and if and if he did. It wouldn't have been effectively. And so then who comes in ha- if he doesn't? That's the question. You that's just the sub them out. You I mean, bring out, you change formation. There's a lot of moving and pieces. Play people, so you think about people. all of them. I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, but so the PC we, decision. Now, now we're is talking more. about preseason. We've been working at something this whole time, and you're just going to gut it because you're playing DC. All of a sudden, because you have a, the perfect storm where PC gets to play against DC. Right, it, you don't need to uproot everything. The, that eleven should have been enough by we by didn't itself. Even, we didn't and even PC think didn't PC play. was going to play. Yeah, PC, PC didn't play, but they were practicing <laughs> him at, at midfield all season and it's a, uh, all preseason, and and PC didn't play bad until he got the red card. Mueller was Mueller was also practicing at the ten though. It almost yeah. feels like Price he wanted not, his secretness. Uh, just a little bit. Out. By all accounts, he was playing striker most of the time, not for. Not but he 10. was also playing in the diamond at the ten. One game, perhaps one right. scrimmage. We don't let's, know how long that was. Let's hear what Christ had to say after uh, the game. Really pleased with the performance. Really, really pleased with the the effort level, the commitment level, the togetherness the team showed, the never giving up, uh, the true grit that was shown today for by our squad was second to none, and I couldn't be happier. Uh, obviously, we ended up getting a point out of the affair, but had we not even got that last minute goal, I just I would have been just as happy. So Christ would have been happy even with the loss, it seems like. Huh. He would have <laughs> been the only one. That's, I don't, guys, I don't think that's what he meant. Come on. We're, a little, we're a little better Do than we that. we need to play the tape back? That's, yeah. That I would mean, have been just as happy. That. No. <laughs> <laughs> guys, please, come on. So we ended up with the tie, uh, which is good. Pino came. He became the super sub now. Uh-huh. You know, But that's all going to change. Um, after this week, probably. Who well, knows for this what, week, I don't who know. Who knows what's gonna, what the lineup is. Um, P- PC, I'm going back to PC. Is he the new Rafa Ramos hot-headed? I mean, you mentioned earlier when we were talking off the year, Alex, about two red cards already? Yeah, I think he's played like 480 minutes for us, like 478 total. And I think it's two red cards and six yellows. I mean, like Eddie says, the yellows, you can kind of, well, that's a yellow, that's a yellow. I'm more focused on the red cards. That's one every four games if he plays 90. Mm. I mean, you can't, that means he's missing one every four games. He's getting a suspension for one. So well, I, mean, I don't think Christ is going to play him once every four games. So yeah, I think, you, you, I think I, I'm not going to blame Christ for assuming a professional will be a professional on one given start yeah. when, when your whole team is hurt or suspended or whatnot. That's what you're paying him for, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't fault him or for, for you know, let me just, that's going to be baked in the cake of red card. We'll go from there. And PC right. knew he was a bonehead when he it it took was him egregious. about 25 seconds, seconds. and yeah. then he realized, ugh. PC Sanctuary probably cried. Yeah, it looked like he was crying. <laughs> yeah, he he was, uh, he was walking off the field. Out. No, he really did. That was he blew he blew a genuine opportunity. That's when Ra- when Rafa got that red card, which they they turned they turned uh, what a reversed. Was that he, he knew he knew then that that Sutter was was tired and Sutter's going to come back and that was his last shot. Yeah. You see, he's probably not going to start. Ever again, or maybe US Open. Hold, or hold, hold, hold like up. That. Say that again. PC won't probably what? Not any in meaningful games, or not very many. I don't US Open so. Cup. That'll be his next opportunity to prove it. He's got to. He's going to have to prove himself yeah. again. So. All right. I want to know uh, who was the MVP of the game. Cleon, you're first. Hmm. Just give me the Merrim. Merrim. Eddie. I'd probably say Merrim too. Alex. I I I got to go with El Munir. I was most impressed by El Munir. I mean, he saved the goal for us. In I'm going to go yeah. with Maram because the guy was all over the field in the second half, back in front. Tell me why. Well, you know, I also kind of like it's a one and one a with me with Specter. He play, he played really well yeah, defensively. He did really well. Amro looked impressive, but Specter was cleaning it up. And and I this is I'm glad we have a left footed center back because Specter's playing on the right side. Do you think that play happens at the end of the game if he's playing left um, center back? No. This is something they said they worked on. Pino said they worked on this very play. And um, so I think that's great. He's more in his natural spot. And I thought he was great. I mean, he's passes, two-line passes. So, you know what, uh, MVP Spectre. And why? Because he was a great captain. He was clutch. So you're changing yours I changed it to, to Spectre, Spectre yeah. captain. I changed um, that's a good why Miriam, Clan. Now, watching the game live, I didn't realize how good Miriam was. Uh, during that game, I had no idea, and so I was watching the playback, and I was like, "Wow, like this guy was all over the place. Like he was, he was doing what I expect to see Kaká doing a lot of times. To be honest with you, and the way he was dominating the ball, 
he was he would have traffic on him and he guys have guys on him and he's just turn he would just turn on him like like they're not even there. And great he would turn space. on him. Yeah, he didn't get dispossessed one time. All that dribbling he was doing. And there was he didn't even get there dispossessed. There were three once. guys on him at one point which basically, you know, left the guy open for us. The reason I love him the most is because I, I mean I was maybe most impressed with Miram is because he left it all on the pitch. You could oh, tell yeah. when he was thanking the wall all the way to his post-game interview that he was dead man. He was a dead man. Well, let's hear what Miram had to say after the game. I love that in front of the wall. Uh, you know, that's a, a great way to start the season when um, you know our backs were against uh, adversity for a little bit. Justin, the, uh, you put in a pass for a center back that made a 40-yard run to, yeah. to set up that winning play. It seems to tell us your thoughts about. Yeah, we drew it up at training. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a, you know that's a heads-up play by by Specter. Um, to you know, make a pass and, and keep going, and that just shows the determination and heart of this team. And um, you know, I love that. So he's talking about Specter. Let me ask you a question: Confederation Cup, when uh, USA beat Spain, who was the uh, right back there? It was Specter. Can we move Specter to the right back and take Sutter out and put Sane and uh, uh, Tariq as center backs? Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm just saying. I never even thought of that. I <laughs> did. He did. I did. You just threw that on me, man. I definitely I'm just, did. I'm just saying. Uh, no, that that leaves us with with uh, Schuler as our only backup center back, and we have three right backs. That well, then you can mo- you you can move the inspector, you know, bring in R.J. Allen, four. Well, Sutter. And, he's, and one of, he's one of the top ten or five center backs in the league. Just leave him where he's at. Okay, he's the I'm captain. Just, just I think he, he has he, more influence in that I'm spot saying, than a right and back. And when we need him to be where in that position, he was there. So I mean. He was playing center back, and he was right where we needed him to be on on Saturday. We're we're playing a different kind of way. We're playing higher up. Remember the the uh, the source I talked to talked about that they were playing. They're going to play high press, and then the the fullbacks were going to be really high up, right? I mean, literally, the both fullbacks were like 15 yards like from the mid pitch, and the center backs were right at the edge of the bottom of the circle, and then it, there was so many specter passes that were like, you know, just like down two lines. Penetrating passes. Remember last year we couldn't connect from the bottom. It was sideways, 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 backwards, and then just bomb it. So Spectre's in a, in a role where he's, his skill set of being a right back is influencing that specific role. And we, I don't know if Sané could do that or, or you know, we don't know. And Spectre's good at it. Why not? Leave it like that. And we need depth at, at center back, especially after losing AHA. Now we just have four. All right. So let's go to our main man, Alex Ryder. And uh, let's hear his take this week on uh, the game. Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to another segment of the Ghost Rider Hot Take Corner. Now, this week, I don't actually have any hot takes for you as it's very early in in the season. But I do kind of want to bring in a couple points and pose a question or two to my fellow podcasters. So, for starters... As you can probably tell, I can't really talk because the supporters section did a good number on me, but alas, I do have things to say. Number one, the play of the game wasn't Pino's goal or Bendix's save. It was Muhammad El-Munir's run to ultimately keep a ball from even being put on goal. That play was a gutsy play that for someone who has never played for Orlando City before has definitely put him into the into the club into the soul of the club the f- he instantly won over the fans and proved that he is playing for the badge it was a gutsy run he was several paces at 1.4 paces off of the runner and he overcame him and got the ball out to prevent a shot on goal. A gutsy play that definitely benefited Joe Bendick who had already done quite a bit of work which goes to my number two play which was obviously the Joe Bendick save for what was a very questionable handball call. It was very clear that Will Johnson's hand was not extended 
and that that call was more of a bad judgment due to VAR. And Joe Bendick again saving it, proving once again that he is who we think he is. Number three is obviously the Pino goal that you have already heard on this evening's program. Stefan Pino coming in and scoring not his first, maybe his first in Orlando City colors, but his fourth in Orlando City Stadium. Very impressive, very gutsy, proving that he can do well off the bench. And finally, in defense of Chris Mueller, who has received a little flack from a, from several pundits and some fans, I don't believe that this was a bad outing for him or Cam Lindley. I think Cam Lindley did a good job of holding the ball in the midfield. He wasn't a superb number eight, but he definitely got the job done. That being said, Mueller had three shots. One that actually hit the post and it was a bad luck bounce, but the other two hit the netting. As a rookie who has literally just come off of the college soccer schedule, I believe this was a very gutsy first outing to prove that he's got something to offer this club. And I stand by my claim from last week that he is going to have a rookie of the year type season. And that brings me to my question of of the non-anticipated starters this week and of the new players, and I'm going to exclude one player because we all know Justin Miram was the man of the match I'm just throwing that out there right now Justin Miram man of the match with all his balls in and the play he made to get the ball to Jonathan Spector but my question is this out of all the new players we brought in and the young talent who showed the most promise and made the biggest the biggest submission for staying in the starting 11. This has been the Ghost Rider Hot Take Corner. I'm Alex Ryder. Have a great week and have a great show, everybody. All right, Cleon, I want you to answer that question for Alex. Who, All right. Who's the player that deserves, the new, out of the new players, who deserves the, the uh, starting, to be in the starting lineup again? Well, before... Th- before you got to, before I even get to that part, he mentioned about the Will Johnson. He said it was a VAR uh, mistake. Actually, what it, a lot of us in the stadium we thought they called it on Will Johnson. They actually called it on Armro Tark because what happened was it, it bounced off of Will Johnson's arm, which I guess they said was in a natural position, but then it ricocheted off his arm onto Tarek's arm, whose arm was up. So they actually called that that. Um, on Tarek, not on not on Will Johnson. So I guess it really wasn't a mistake. As far as players who earned their stay, I would say for right now, you it would guess it would have to be Tarek, which I don't know how they're going to keep uh, Sané out the field if he's supposed to be what he is supposed to be. Um, but out of out of those guys, wait, is is are we counting Munir? Because he's definitely yeah, not he's coming new. off. He's a new guy too. But oh well, him. Yeah, well, ain't nobody taking him off. Yeah, nobody's taking him off the field. Eddie, who's your starting? Who do you think is going to be the starting guy out oh. of the new guys? No, Cleo's right on. It's got to be Omanir and, and Tarek for now. I, I personally don't think Sane probably gets in until the like the Red Bull game or something like that. Or I wouldn't be surprised if all these guys jump in after the international break to get to, you know some scrimmages and practices under their belt and whatnot. But, yeah, no, Emonier is, man, that was awesome performance. He led the team in, I think, touches and tackles. Yeah. Right? I mean, he, he stole he's the ball from three people one time. Is he, he just kept going. Is he a Usain Bolt? I'm just he, wondering. He's a pit No, bull, he, he caught Usain Bolt. He caught Maddox Usain. is Jamaican. <laughs> it was, that was a Libyan lightning right there. I mean, yeah, he, he tracked him down. That was a good run uh, that he did there. Yeah. Alex, who do you think? 
Yeah, obviously those two guys. I mean, I think, but to be honest, I mean, if we're being honest, Lindley played great mm-hmm. in the second half, especially when he had, when he was in. Uh, but I think it's all presumed that when Yuri comes back in his full strength, that he's that's his spot. That's his spot. Mueller up top, when he's out or when Dwyer gets back, that's Dwyer's spot. So those guys can play as great as they want, but I mean those those spots are pretty much taken. Yeah, those taken. Um, as far as Sane's concerned, I mean I am not concerned at all about have playing three center backs. It, w- games get boring. You want to see everybody in March because it's one game a week. But when we start playing in June, July, and August, we got three games in eight days. It's going to be nice to have those type of center backs at depth. We have three guys rotating. That's good. And news it's going to be great with U.S. Open Cup and everything. So it, I'm a, I'm with you guys, uh, Tarek definitely, Mohammed, Elmanir, another one. I mean, those two played great. Spectre played phenomenal. Also, um, it's just they were they were phenomenal. Let's talk about the atmosphere. What do you got? No, let's go. Let's go, go a little go. longer. Let's go. Let's go, go a little longer on, on um, talking about some of these new guys. Um, Cam, Alex brought up Cam Lindley. He, what I noticed as with uh, when you watch tape of Yuri and then watching Cam play, it's a stark contrast to what, you know how, how we've used our sixes before. And you can see why somebody like Higita, who everybody knows I love, um, you can't put in that spot. Great point. You know what I mean? Because he, he's point. spraying, he's spraying balls all over. He's spraying balls all over, all over the pitch, man. Like, um, and that's the same thing Yuri does when you watch Yuri on tape. And um, even, even Amro, I didn't realize how many long balls he was, he was sending down the field. I think he sent out like sixteen or something like that. It was yeah, yeah. crazy, some crazy number for a center back. But um, yeah, the way these guys are playing, it's, it's, it's. Um, you can see the system changes. Even though we did play Diamond last year, you can see, I guess, the Christ system. <laughs> I guess you can see you can see it forming and, and what he yeah. expects out of certain players in certain positions that we weren't getting before. Yeah, I mean, the, the result was <laughs> a draw. I mean, it, some to disappointing, some were excited. But the most important thing to take is this team is going to look a heck of a lot different. We got the, what, two-time reigning NBA uh, MLS assist leader coming in to play that 10 role. We're all like, well, we didn't have a 10. Well, we got a guy coming in here, and he's probably the one of the best ones in the league to play that position. Uh, we got Dwyer. You know, oh, Mueller wasn't making the right runs. You know, we need a, a, a more stri- striker approach. Uh, Dwyer's going to be there. You know, a lot of times in the first half, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of like we were playing balls in, and there was just nobody there. We just didn't. Yeah, it was I was th- almost missing. Pino? Kyle Lahren, <laughs> a little bit. No, I, I don't uh, think Pino was that Because you were just like, that. you know, when we were sending balls in, you're like, well, that's where Lahren would have been yeah, last year, and there's yeah. just not that there's not a, anybody there anymore. Pino, Pino, Pino was in, in the second half. Pino was in the middle. There was yeah, one no, that no, he no, jumped no, up. Pino, Pino, Pino came in and changed. Yeah, Pino, you could tell. But, no, if you watch that, I watched out again, and I kind of slowed it down. He just jumped early. Then the guy, like, sat on his face, and that's why he was hurt. Yeah, the guy But he jumped early. He was getting a little pushed off the ball. Pino did good. He was in the center. I think when we had Mueller and, and Marin, we were just kind of too far out wide. And, we yeah, we were crossing the ball like we had, like, Kyle Lahren and, like, you know, Kai Kamara in there or something. I, I didn't get that. I I, um, I wish um, ultimately our goal was on the ground, you know. So I think we, we need to do a little bit more of that. But Dwyer, as Cleon pointed out before, Dwyer could get his head on some balls. Remember the Atlanta game? Yeah. And Dwyer's going to be in the center. He's going he's gonna to feed off more. Even when Kyle Lahren was here, Dwyer was more center a lot, remember? Yep. Kyle Lehrer to come out. So what what I want is this team, What I'm not happy it's a draw. I'm happy it's a draw considering we were a man down because PC was just an idiot. But um, what, I, what I'm excited about is the, the pace we played at. I'm excited about the passing. Uh, what we're seeing, like what, what Cleon pointed out about uh, the way Mule, um, Cam played the diamond, we're seeing people who are supposed to play the diamond play the diamond. We're having p- people that fit the system. You need people who can handle the ball, who can pass in tight spaces. I mean, we have most of that, but we still have Will Johnson. We'll we'll see what happens there. But the way he played it was much different. You you, you do like the the FIFA passing mode. Like Cam hit all of them. He had the low on the ground pass through two lines. He had the scoops. Yep. He had uh, one time passes to the both wings. You know, he 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 had a, a scoop over the top. I mean, he had he played every kind of pass. And then I'm excited. Not just because of Cam, because that's great, and he's so young. 
But Russell is young too, and if that role is so important and it can be played like that, imagine what Yuri can do in that role. And that's going to be fantastic. So I'm excited about that. And then a point, sorry, about the number 10, Yoshi. Yoshi had some, some good moments, but I think there were some passes like a through ball to Richie, right, where towards the end of the game. I think Sasha hits that. So I'm yeah. excited to see um, Yo- what Yoshi, you know, in his natural spot and Sasha there because I-, I think there's a lot of potential. I think we're going to be a scary team. I think so too. There. I think we are. We are going to be a scary team. It's going to be a um, uh, very um, interesting team, and, and I can't wait till the Red Bulls game because I think that's when we're going to be kind of full strength to see how nasty this team is. Um, let's talk about the VAR real quick. Uh, the the assistant referee, video assistant referee uh, thing. Tell me your thoughts about that, guys. What do you guys think? Was it is it good to have it have it there? Is it a waste of time? Does it stop the game? Um, I hear yes, it's good. You know, then I hear ah, it just slows the game. I mean, at halftime, five minutes for uh, extra time at, at halftime. Hey, we what, needed every minute. Yeah, of it. we did. <laughs> what do you guys think about VAR? Well, I have no issue with the VAR. The issue I have is why the heck do they take so long to go to it? Uh, like they, the play happened. Then they sat around while somebody, whoever that was, probably Assad, because he was laying down the whole game. Uh, we even got to that part. That guy makes me sick. He needs to get up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he was laying down for I don't even know how many minutes. The ref just stood there. Then he let them set up for a free kick. Let him take the free kick. Yeah, by this time, like three minutes had gone by. And then they kicked when they kicked the ball, he blows his whistle and does his little VAR signal. Then goes yeah. over there for the V. Like what? Why didn't you go over there the whole time? I don't I don't understand why they take so long to get to it. Yeah, I agree. I think the main part with that is they got to. I think it's got to be a, like a, like how they do in the NFL, like a coach's challenge. Because then it would be, oh well, my player just got hit in the face. I think it was a little bit malicious. I'm telling the ref right now to go look at that. <laughs> that way we don't have to spend five minutes because. Really slows down the gameplay, and when you're in a, in a soccer match, I mean, it's all about cohesiveness and getting that momentum and gameplay going. And when you're on the road in DC, that's what they really want. And when you're at home and you're Orlando, that's what we really don't want at, at home. Yeah, and, and Assad. I mean, w- if you watch the TV replay, when you see him get up, he's smiling at PC and stuff. That guy's annoying. You you could take the player out of Atlanta, but you can't take the Atlanta out of the player. <laughs> I mean, the guy was just diving yeah, left and, and right. And you know. Uh, but yeah, Cleon's right about it. It just took too long. It was the right call. And you know the thing about VAR, people don't don't know, I just learned, is that they, they the replay they see is just a TV one. They don't do MLS in slow motion like NFL. And they don't actually have to see the screen. It's all from their, their ears. Like the, I think it was the Seattle or, or LAFC game or some game where the, 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 um, the, ref, the ref just went to the screen, didn't even look at it, and made his decision. So... Yeah, they they made him walk over there walk anyway, over there. just to act like he was looking at it. Uh, and then at halftime, exactly. the situation with Maddox yeah. and uh, was it Yoshi? I think it Yoshi was. Had a yeah, nose. Yoshi. He had a bloody nose, and it took a long time for that to uh, for them to figure that out. To me, that would have been a red card, direct red card, and they ended up giving him a yellow. Of course, the fans didn't like it in the stadium, and the police escort had to come out and get the referees. I Shout out Tally Hall. Yeah, exactly. Tally. Uh, uh, was he taking there. long to review or just waiting for the police to get there? I think it was the police to get there because <laughs> they were just sitting there and standing in the middle of the field waiting, I think, for because I, I saw Orlando City security out there, and then the cops started coming out. Yeah. So, and Tally, you know. The whole yeah. VAR thing, like, you can hate it when it doesn't go against you, and then. I mean, when it does go for you, you're like, oh, I don't mind this that bad, you know. This ain't too bad. VAR <laughs> so. is the Sasha question of re- replay. <laughs> you're like, when it goes against you, you're like, that's so annoying. Then when it goes for you, you're like, you know what, something about him. You know, I just kind of <laughs> like it, something about it. Uh, I want to talk about the atmosphere at, at Orlando City at the stadium um, from uh, the pregame to the end of the game. Um, what was, I mean, the lights, that was awesome. The uh, the great thing the ruckus and ILF did with the the Joe with the Tifo, uh, that was phenomenal. What, I want your thoughts on this, uh, guys, about the pregame. It was totally different than when it usually is. What did you guys think about it? Yeah, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting them to switch that up. They um, they dimmed the lights and the whole thing. So basically, I think they turned them off. I think I heard somebody talking to say that, like they have a some type of different 
modes on those things. Like they even get strobe lights and all this type of stuff. But um, you know, they they turn down the lights in the whole stadium. And they put a spotlight on the on the national anthem singer. Um, it was it was I liked it. It was nice. I, I wish they brought the fireworks, fireworks. back. That's about the only yeah. <laughs> the only thing that's missing. Yeah, the fireworks for the, the U.S. Ma- national game was awesome. They took the whole lights thing from that that match, which is great. And um, no, I thought it was great. I thought they were gonna do like that Chicago Bulls, like you know, Michael Jordan's coming out thing. That would have <laughs> been that would have just <laughs> topped it off right there. But no, nah, that was exciting. The crowd was amazing as usual. That TFO, I have I have kids, and the whole Joe thing just really it got me a little emotional. And I thought it was just amazing how they came together and did that. And what an amazing way to honor. Joe and he's f- will forever be a legend to you know all those fans and I mean hats off to Ruckus and the ILF for for pulling that off I mean that was that was amazing that's the best TFO I've seen in MLS period in MLS period yeah I mean that's the only way you can put it uh, it's cut side note it's kind of nice to sit on the opposite side of the stadium when there's a TFO oh, that yeah. good because you get the best pictures you get to really take it in full I mean I was just I haven't been that emotional since like I mentioned the uh, after the game after the pulse attack I mean it was like. That really hit home, you know. That was that was a great moment to see. Um, I did like the lights thing. I mean, that was that was awesome. Apparently, that's going to become a thing for the night games. That's just not because it was the opener. So, I, from the Twittersphere, I guess that that's going to become a thing uh, for the nights. And you know, it'll be it, it it pumps us up. Uh, hopefully, next time we can get a draw out of it or, or a win I mean, out of it yeah, instead whoa, of a draw. Whoa, 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 but yeah. <laughs> I agree. uh, The the lights were phenomenal. Um, I agree with uh, you guys about the fireworks. I think even those little cheap ones that they used to have on the field would be good, especially with the national anthem. You know, um, I don't expect like the U.S. national uh, team game have all those fireworks going everywhere, but just, uh, you know, bombs bursting in air, they'd be nice. Maybe they could time that like airplane with the Brazilian buffet (laughs) right at that time. (laughs) That would be sweet. But Go ahead. Yeah, one thing we haven't talked about were – you know, like just the goals overall in the PK. Like the, we talked about the VAR decision for the handball. Maddox really beats Ambro on the corner there, right? Um, they in the first place, and then they, they came over uh, to, um, you know, Will came over and helped him out. Then he got hit. But I mean, Joe Bendick, I mean, what a what an awesome. You know what was so cool? How he just tells everyone, like, just stop fighting. I got it. And yep. I mean, like, I don't even want to shake that guy's hand. That hand must be so strong <laughs> to force that ball out and inspector. With the flying, you know, uh, torpedo header to get it out of bounds, that was fantastic. He made up for that. Yeah, he, he was perfect. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was great. That was a great save. And, and like you're saying, you know, Bendik was like, they were like all arguing with the referee. Yeah. Bendik's like, get out of here. Get out of here. I got this. I got this. And, you know, when I saw that, I was like, man, he's going to save this thing because yeah. he's telling everybody, get the heck out of here. Yeah. And I'm going to save it. And he did save it. I think it was it was, it was was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he was going to save it, but I knew he, he thought he was going to save it. Yeah, that's and to sure. my surprise, he sure did. I can't wait till we have. I mean, no, no offense to the guys that were playing on the field, but I can't wait till we have Kleshin and Dom and Yuri and, and our full full lineup. Because when stuff like that happens, Bendit gets a penalty save like that at home. Mm. Nine out of ten times, we're coming around. We're going to score in the next couple minutes because that place was electric. Yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> and now. Yeah, I, after uh, speaking of Sasha, I remember he talked about in preseason about people walking after they allow a goal. Oh, yep. After they they scored, we were just kind of walking back. Specter tried to kind of rally him up, but th- I, I tried Mueller to watch too. Specter yeah, and Mueller were the only two. That's right. I, I saw that uh, that goal. I didn't know whose fault it was. I, anytime there's a free kick, I went like the goalie should, should punch it through, but he would have punched Maddox in the head. I, I I watched the replay again. You know who I think kind of was at fault there it was Amro. Yeah, yeah, Amro was a fault because if you look at Specter, he's sandwiched by two people, and Amro's just not looking at anybody. Miram mistimes the jump; he could have got his head on it, but I mean, the forward—he's not Kyle Larian or something. I mean, on that, it has to be the goal. I mean, you kick a free kick; everybody's in the box. Yeah. Go in there as a goalie. You go in there yeah. full. I don't care if you it's have a the teammate, right to the ball. Yeah, yeah I don't care I if it, who I it know, is. But it was really, to it. it was really, you know, what what made it clouded that that Amro didn't mark anybody. If Amro gets his guy and keeps him from sandwiching Spectre, that's the those are the guys who blocked Bendick. That's Amro's a tough guy. play. That's a tough play. Yeah, for but anybody. I thought both corners. Remember, Birnbaum got on the head of one. I didn't like our, our marking on corners at all. It was like Arsenal like. Like we Ooh. need to get Ooh. better at uh, marking for corners. I didn't really like that, and I think maybe Sane will be will be a help on that too. I don't know. I think on, on that particular play, I was kind of just like a freak. Like I couldn't even tell what happened, and I was trying to figure out how Assad had. <laughs> got credit for the goal because I was thinking it got headed in. That's what but I thought. Yeah, it was thought it just where the ball where the ball came down. It was just completely shielded 
and Joe had no idea where it was coming. And I I couldn't even tell, even on the replay. Like, I think I don't think anybody on that particular play, and I normally can find blame in players, but um, that just that really just seemed like a freak, a freak play to me. Let me ask you guys this, because I'm kind of switching gears here, but a lot of talk about the roster and and where guys are going to play and, and when are they going to show up. I mean, when do you guys when are do you guys have any anticipation? When are you guys hoping to see these guys show up? I mean, personally, I'm not getting my hopes up for really anything before maybe April, honestly. I mean, the 31st of March, I think we play the Red Bulls, and that's home. Obviously, we'll see Sasha at home for the first time, mm-hmm. well, but I don't think Dom will be um, ready. After my prediction last week, which <laughs> if you guys went to OrlandoLionsDen.com, uh. you saw my real prediction. Um, yeah. I, I say they started, they're starting out slow. I actually think, honestly, May and June is when we're going to start seeing the full brunt, everybody playing together, everybody's going to kick butt, and that's when me, myself, thinks that it's going to happen. It's going to be that starting in the May, June, July, and going forward. Yeah, I just, I just, I mean, we've all looked at the schedule, and the schedule's going to pick up. And um, this, I understand we're injured, and we have we have injuries, we have players that were late getting in, stuff like that. But they set us up with a pretty a pretty cake as as cakewalk as you can get coming off of last season anyway. At the beginning, yep. I mean, they literally gave us a pretty much the two worst teams in the league to start off this first two games. So, I mean, if, when you're trying to make the playoffs, you you can't you can't leave points on the table. So it's I mean. You could say you're happy, you know, we walked out with a draw. But, I mean, shorthanded, not shorthanded, you have to get, you have to get these wins. These Eddie. first two games, you needed, you needed six. Yeah, the, that red card cost us three points, in my opinion, for sure. Um, and if he had not had the red card and played, I think we would have got the, the three points. But uh, I think, um, personally, I think after the international break, that will give everybody some time to get their feet wet and whatnot. But it depends how we go against Minnesota. Right, if if we we're playing the NYCFC here soon, right after Minnesota, and we we start two games with two points, maybe we need to, you know, get our better our better lineup out there as soon as possible. Uh, I think if we beat Minnesota, maybe we don't bring the full force against NYCFC and the Red Bulls. I don't know, but I, I think that's going to be key, and we we I mean we have to beat Minnesota. I what mean, are, what would we be saving them for? No, I'm not saving them. I'm just saying I, I'm, I'm not saying we're them. saving them. I'm just saying that like. I think you you know you could say okay Russell you know another week we, we got a cam got has it we're playing Minnesota. Oh, you're you talking know. about rushing guys back. You yeah, because they, back. they say if Rosell, we start with two points, maybe we need to rush. You know, I don't know. I agree oh, with them okay. because it, with with Rossell, I mean, undisclosed injury, but we're posting all these pictures of him smiling and, and having all this time or on even, the training field. Even Agita you know? and people like that, like you know, he was just in Agita's the, apparently injured too, yeah, and he was in the the sky box with all. I agree. Guys. Two points in two games. New shit. York City. We That's better play every guy get, that we we're can not possibly. Get, we're not going to get DC uh, teams as low caliber as DC. Uh, I, I totally mean that. Total, you know, offense intended. <laughs> like DC and Minnesota, just to, like two right. weeks in a row. Well, you can't. You at can't, home. You can't at home. Yeah, right. exactly. You can't just think that we're going to beat. You know, look at it. We thought we were going to beat D.C. United. Yeah. We ended up with the tie. Okay, well, I'll say barring and red card every time. Okay. I make a prediction. Four points is a well, minimum I mean, out of To be fair, we were already down even when the red card happens. So Four points we is We were already down one nothing. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. And then we can't sleep just on Minnesota. I mean, they made a little comeback against San Jose. I mean, after San Jose was up 3 nothing. Well, I'm personally you taking know? Kevin Molino back to his favorite hot spots to get him liquored That's up. also <laughs> a really tough road trip. They're <laughs> traveling back from San Jose, San Jose to Minnesota, back to Orlando. That's that's tough for them. So, I mean, it's in but our you favor. Know, but you yeah. know Heath wants to win here in Orlando, and yeah. you know Molino wants to show off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. He does. And Paul Tenario will be so happy if Heath does. Uh. <laughs> you got to bring his name up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Let's change uh, gears. Uh, let's go to fan talk right now. We have uh, one question on the Twitter board. Um, our good friend at Lee. Um, let me see here. What he was at. Lee337. Um, in your ideal 11 formation and players, where do you play Miram? That's from Lee337 on Twitter. Leon. In mine? Yeah. Well, you In your know, ideal eleven. Where do you play, Miriam? You know, I'm I'm offensive. I'm offensive. So, in mine, I would put, I would put Miriam at the ten. I'll put Miriam at the ten, and and I would move. I would take Bill out. I would take Bill out and put Sasha there. 
And mind you, just because I'm saying Merrim at the 10, it doesn't mean, oh, he's playing the 10. This is where he's at. I just want really you would really be playing with the ball would be coming up through Mer through uh, Question and Yoshi and feeding Merrim and feeding Dom and feeding your second best striker you got up there. Pino, right? Right now it is. Okay. <laughs> Eddie, I, you know, where, I, where do you I, play Miram? I, where I play Miram, I play him somewhere up top. I mean, I, look, uh, there was a lot of fluidity to the formation anyways. He was just wherever he wants to be. And uh, so I don't mind him being like a second striker. I think when Dom's there, he'll have more space, and Dom will pull people away and give him mm -hmm. – he, he'll give Dom space, and he, um, Dom will give him space. So I don't mind him there. I think so – uh, I think Sasha is the best number 10 in the league, probably. Put him in his best spot. I don't know what to do with the right mid spot if we keep the diamond. That's the problem. You look at Will and what he does, you know, second in tackles and just kind of running around. And I think it's kind of lost a step. I'm not sure how impactful he really is. But I'm not really sure who, who would normally normally play there. I'm, I'm not sure what they're going to do. I'm a it's little confused. Gita, right? Is the only other guy that we have. Yeah, but then, yeah. you know, yeah. that that's what makes me think, like, come on, where is he? That's where, where does he go? I, I feel like, I mean, Question, to, to I me, think God, I've been you know what? That's I've been saying it for years. I mean, well, for a while, we, different formations better suited to, like, with Coman. And I have to change mine now. I mean, we're I running. I he was on the team. <laughs> I, mean, I have yeah, to change mine. If we're going to run the diamond and we have to have a 10, Coman's got to be there. I mean, he's the 10. I forgot he was on the team. Yeah, I just don't want to see Sasha. <laughs> I don't want to see Sasha doing what Will did. I, I think, think he's got that that engine like that. You know what I mean? I don't want him to see him running around doing grunt work like Will's yeah, doing. I will put That's a waste of Sasha's. Now that, now that I've been reminded that our young DT, DP is on the team, I would switch that. <laughs> I, I'm leaving Clutchton where he is, but I will put Coman at the 10 and Miram back up top. Yeah, I think Miram is going to play in that striker role with Dom, and I think a lot of times you're going to just see Dom in the center <laughs> in the center role, and you'll see Miram drifting out left yep, and out drifting right. Drifting around. I mean, with the ball, if we're if – we're Trending on the right side of the pitch, and that's where Miram's going to be. He, and if we're on the left, he's going to be on the left. So he's going to be gaining a lot of ground up top, and Dom's going to be central, waiting to put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, and I thought M Mueller did a pretty good job linking up, and as did Miram. And since we're going so high with our fullbacks, we do need um, to have some whiff out there. So they, they do provide that. But Dwyer linking up compared to Mueller, I mean, it's not even close. M Dwyer's going to be amazing. Do we play a diamond every game, or do you think Jason Christ think switches so. it up? I, I hope so. Periodically. Man. I hope so. I, I My formation of choice is still that kind of 4 3 3 with that, like, Please. Barcelona 4 3. If you go on FIFA, the 4 3 3 holding, where it's like a like a V, the bottom with Russell, and then, and then uh, y you know, Yoshi and, and um, whatever, and then, like, so, some Sasha, Yoshi and Sasha and Russell there, and then Coman, Dwyer, and then Miram on the left wing. That's what I would hope. That, I think I that's best use of that like, roster. I like that, Ross. I like that. Putting Coleman on one side, putting Dwyer in the middle, Miram, Sacha in the middle, yeah. Rosell. I mean, I think to me that that's the best. I way. think if one thing, Miram played fantastic, but he really showed that he's a true winger. I mean, he's meant to be coming from the outside, going to the inside, Left finding right. guys, yeah. sending those through balls in, those little yeah. no-look through balls. Yeah, but even that spin, that spin, when he's on the left and he spins left, like you get to like the 60th minute, I think I wrote it down. I mean, that was ridiculous. Yeah. And then the nutmegs. Oh, the nutmegs. Oh, the nutmegs. Pull, he had the three of them, right? <laughs> And Sutter, too, guys. If you want to see one nice moment, I mean, from, from, from Sutter, like, Bendik had a goalie kick, and Sutter had no space, and that touch, that was ridiculous. And Mueller, hats off to him on a great touch, where Miram, you know, did an okey-doke on someone, bombed it left to, to, to Mueller, and he did that nice kind of, um, that kind of fake, fake to the left. Yeah. yeah, and all that, but. You know, so, so I thought that was that. I mean, some good moments of class. Our team is just more skillful this year. I I, I got to tell you what, Justin Merrim. I honestly had no idea he was that good. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw, I saw him playing Columbus. Columbus. I used to see him on Columbus on TV all the time. And then when we played against them, and he was scoring and stuff like that. But I had, I don't know if in Columbus, maybe he just he didn't have the ball as much no, as he did yesterday. Yeah, that but until that until people, yeah. yesterday, Higuain, yeah. yeah. Until yesterday at the what like the 70th 70th minute yeah. on or 65th or so on i was in awe like i was i was i I'd had no idea he was that good i never seen him do the ball you know no man i was like who is that. this Not guy in Columbus, he was really a no receiver. i never saw that in Columbus. i didn't he see that in Columbus. In Columbus from Higuain. it's nice when you got a guy like Higuain. Yeah. And he, he held up the ball up. he held the ball pretty good like he held it up pretty good too yeah. like we said nobody took two, it from him yeah, I like, like, there were three like, guys on top of him and he was able to control like, the ball like like cleon said amro amro some of his clearances were like 
accurate. I mean, his he was his long passes were great. And Miram will bring it down off his chest and hold it. And I mean, it was it was it was crazy. It yeah, was crazy. I had, I just I was in shock, man. I had no idea he was that good. All right. Like skill wise, I had I had no clue. No, no. Too. But that being said, Miram had some moments. We we have to see how he how I think he played better in the second half when he had more freedom. Um, it, there were still some you know cohesion problems I think in the first half within the system. So I, I want to see how he plays within the system itself. And um, there was some passes he he missed, like he, the one where he goes to Mueller to the right, right, and Mueller has the heavy touch and like basically like you know just like hit a cap on the back of the head or something. Um, that was to me he had Yoshi on the left there. He it was a, some of his passes were a little off. Just first game, so we saw how great he was, and he was a little off on some of the weight of the passes, missed a couple things. So imagine when that's firing on all cylinders, and with Sasha I'm behind s- and Dwyer. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say something. I think he had better uh, foot skills than Kaká. In some games. In, in some in, games. I mean, he's yeah. what he, he was he, showing he, yesterday. I, I didn't. It was more consistent. Well, it yeah, wasn't. My just bad. Flashes. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He he's got more in the tank than Kaká. You know, Kaká could. You know. We've seen him double-mag people before. Old but, Kaka, but mind you. Yeah, flashes. Yeah. Kaka yeah, would have flashes. Flashes of brilliance of old Kaka, but Mirror's in his game. prime. Mirror's in his prime. All right, guys. Let's talk about the preview. Uh, preview the Minnesota, uh, Minnesota-Orlando City game. The United. Saturday, 7.30, right? Orlando 730 City Stadium. at Orlando City Stadium. Uh, Minnesota coming off a loss, 3-2 to two, against San Jose. Um, what do you guys think and uh, thoughts about uh, um, this preview of this game? Well, first off, the old gaffer returning to town finally. I can't believe how how bad MLS schedule makers like uh, screwed the pooch last year. With this, this should have been game one of last season opening up the new stadium. I have no idea why they scheduled us to be starting to be in Minnesota and why that wasn't game one of the schedule. Like that, that had all the storylines. Now time's gone on, time's gone on, and you know it's it's died down a little. Like um, you know, supporters, the supporters are they're growing time up. Time heals all wounds. <laughs> they're right? gro- they're growing up. They're growing up a lot. They they're coming more. You know, used to a professional game, and you know, business decisions happen, and um, you know, people are dealing with that type of stuff now. They they're used to it, but um, this game just would have been so huge last year. Now just everyone's like, oh, here comes Minnesota. And it just seems so strange with Adrian Heath coming back. Eddie or Alex. I'm interested. And Molino. Honestly, I'm <laughs> interested. I think it'll be a much more a chance of a high-scoring affair than oh, we yeah. saw this last weekend. I'm interested to see how if uh, Mueller gets a start again, that's something that I'm interested in, or if Pilar, uh, Pino gets a nod, and how they produce. Because it's – I mean, D.C. does have a pretty solid back line. I mean, with Burnbaum back there, um, you know, he's – He's proven. He's a proven guy, especially in MLS. So I think it'll be an, a much more open game. Um, the the storyline is has got to be Heath and Molino. We all know Molino's going to want to come in and score. Uh, we mentioned the, the travel and how much travel they're going to be doing. That's a tough road trip. They don't play a lot of early games because in Minnesota it's like four degrees right <laughs> now. So they travel to all the sou- southern places first. And uh, – I mean, it's, it's a tough game. It's a, it's a, I mean, it may form it into a slight east-west rivalry if it, if it turns out to be a tough, hard-played, hard-gritty game. Um, I'll, I'll talk, and then you can go. Basically, uh, I think it's going to be big. Um, Heath coming back into town. Like I said earlier, I think uh, it's going to be uh, where he wants to win. He wants to prove to these Orlando fans that he was wrongly dismissed from Orlando and – Molino wants to prove, hey, I'm still good, and you guys let me go. Thanks for uh, the times here in Orlando for partying at Elixir or wherever, or Bullet Bar. But, um, but yeah, those two I want to prove big time. And Ramirez, we don't know if he's going to play or not. You know, so Hope not. Um, <laughs> if he doesn't they don't play, get well. <laughs> if he doesn't, then I'm not going to say we're going to beat Minnesota because, you know, look at what happened with D.C. United. Must but win. But this is a must-win game. That's <laughs> as early as a must-win can be. You can't go two, two yeah. points in well, these two games. Well, we'd be surprised if we take a point from the both New York games. Like one loss, oh. one tie. Would that surprise anybody? One loss, one tie? No. Yeah, uh, right. So, no. that, now no, we got so four then you're games, talking we got three four points in four points. games? Yeah. We have to win this game. This That's is a must-win. When, like when you start Price off with will be DC, sitting in a fireplace. When you start off with D.C. and Minnesota. Now, mind you, Christ. It sounded like I was being hard on him earlier, but Christ, he pretty much coached almost a perfect game. Um, 
as far as tactically what he what the changes he made after all these things happened. Yep. My only issue was the starting lineup. But once that's turned in, it's turned in. From that point on, from once that whistle blew, in my mind, he co- he coached a perfect game. Yeah. It, look at the beginning and how they, they were getting through on the wings, and they weren't so much later. And that was that was an adjustment. Our winger, our fullbacks are so high that kind of negated that. So that, that was great. Now about the Minnesota game match, uh, I, I'm excited about it because Agent Heath, I'm sure, will give him a warm reception. I don't know if Molina will get the same one because he wanted to leave. Heath deserves a great reception. We wouldn't be here without him. He had a, a part to play in the stadium and the team. So um, and all that, but we, he beat us last year, and then we need to get revenge for that. Re- um, of all the teams, you know, we seem to be very, very injured. Uh, it seems like Minnesota's just as injured. They might be without two strikers. They said Ramirez's ankle turned when he came in for Dunlady, who got hurt, and his ankle swole. He got his uh, main defensive midfielder, Cronin, hurt. Uh, defenders hurt, plus all the travel. So, no, it's MLS. You could beat anybody. Anybody could beat anybody. It's parity. You know, I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they come out, score first, and then we. I do think we, we pull away just because we have just a more talented team. I would hope so. And it's a must win. You guys are right. Does Pino get to start? Pino gets to start? I don't know. Probably, I guess. I, 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 who I, well, let me ask you guys something. Um, uh, who, who, do you think, um, who do you think takes over a PC spot? It's got to be Richie, right? Yoshi. Huh? Well, the, that's Yoshi's spot. I mean, it's Yoshi's play, spot, but we don't Yoshi. have enough. I mean, unless we put Yoshi there, move Mueller back, and start Pino, and then we just have nobody off it the depends, bench. Again. It depends on what they do. If if you're starting, if you're talking about starting Pino and Mueller's out, then I think Richie starts in in PCs in that spot. I think that's PC more likely. Yeah, I think that's more if, likely. If both of Pino and Mueller are starting, then I think you're just you're just going to get some movement at that number ten. It's it could be Merrim, it could be Mueller, which at the end of the day, it doesn't really make a difference. They're both midfielders, and that's, that's why they... That's what I, I think. I'd rather have Miram up top pulling people right, out put, to the left and stuff put, like that. Then put Mueller at the that's 10. A, he's going to go there regardless. Put no, but then that ruins the shape. Like we, we have a diamond. We don't have a, a put rhombus. Pino, put Pino and... Um, and oh, goodness. Mueller. And Merrim. No, Merrim. And put Mueller in that 10 spot and let them rotate back and forth, Merrim. Yeah, that, that... And then put Yoshi where PC No, I'd rather have... How about a 4 yeah, that that'll be I mean, fine. I mean, the they, they both. I mean, I I just I don't. If, if I don't there's think ever a time, it's especially with this right? red card, it's like yeah, that, that, we're running low. That, on that, guys. that could that could be it. Um, I think Yoshi probably at the the ten again. He's he's good on the ball. He, he was possession. He played he well that, there. He has that like subtle movements where it's hard to get the ball off of him. It's it's pretty cool to see. Richie could 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 help on the wings. The defense I always think Sutter needs some help. And then really, I mean, they seem like they inverted the midfield and they rotate so. Will was on the left. Remember, we kept talking about a preseason. He kept popping up on the left. Now we know why. Yeah, PC was far right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I he mean, was while he was on the, the field, he was far, far. Yeah, right. he all, was. That was all everywhere. PC was far right because Assad's there, and he was covering for, for the, that. With when Richie Sutter. came in, he he looked like he was all over the place. Oh also, yeah, you know? Richie has that score a goal formation. Yeah. I don't know That's what that was. <laughs> Bro, I never to this day. Spectre I was, was I've not figured out what position that, Richie Larea plays. That was a. That I have was no like idea what he wears. A six plays striker, and then sometimes I don't know where he plays. I don't know what position he is. No, Richie just roams. He's out there like a Tasmanian devil. Yeah, he has such a long stride. That was like the two 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 one one or something. We played at the end. We're like Richie just just it really was. He he he, uh, he just covers so much ground. And you know what? Let's give credit to Richie because the goal, Richie. I I saw him. He's on the left, and you're like, "What are you doing? You're just standing there." Pass the ball, and he hits it perfectly. Waited over to Specter. That guy could have cut it off, and it's a counter. And then I don't know if Elmer could chase him too. You know. And then and then Specter to to uh, to Miram, and who who like four people around him, and then. Mira makes that, that dime of a pass and that pullback to Pino who made that, that great hesitation, that striker kind of instinct. So that was beautiful. That's we haven't talked he, about that goal. That's what he does, man. Like right. if you look back and you look back to even the Open Cup mm-hmm. where he scored a hat trick on us, he even – he you see, you watch how he gets loose. Yeah. He's – I mean, that's how he plays. He's he, He's got the movements. He knows how to move. He knows how to move in the box and get around. Quick question. So Craig Baker, Craigie Baker – uh, does a Tifo uh, Tifo uh, go up this for Adrian Heath mm-hmm. on the for this game the pregame from from the ruckus and from ILF? Do you guys from think? what I was hearing, um, they 
most people are saying they don't expect one to. They're saying you're I'm sure there'll be some signs they'll probably break out an old a old um two pole or something. Is the master two pole or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But nothing, nothing extravagant. I was wondering. I'm that telling you, I think they moved on, man. Yeah, I, I think I think Fion's right. I think there's gonna be something for him. Nothing, nothing crazy. I don't, you know, they spent a lot of time on that. Times passed, yeah. bro. I think <laughs> t- I think last year maybe. I think um, you know we're gonna have um, was it Jamie Watson right? He's yeah. from Minnesota. He's um one of their their commentators. You know, ILF and he he said ILF invited him, and they you know they have a, he's on the Legends thing and everything. So, you know, that's about it. I don't think Molino gets squat. Does does uh does Baby Heath make the eighteen? No, Baby for the first out. time. Baby Heath's out with a knee out injury. Out with what? With the knee injury, he's got that. He bad doesn't knee. play. How did he get injured? He was uh, changing. Uh, he, he was, was uh, trying to. Do <laughs> he was doing. <laughs> yeah, no, he was uh, trying to build a crib and injured his knee. Yeah, or something? that was IKEA. You know, Minnesota, the IKEA. Those things are Norwe- those things are rough, man. They got Norwegians and Swedes. <laughs> what do you guys got for predictions? That's what where we go. Prediction, Cleon. Your your first uh, prediction. I'm not going down that wormhole. What do you you got to pass me, man. You got to pass me. Okay, I'm still laughing at IKEA. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, he got injured go putting ahead. cribs together. All right, so I. Uh, Congrats, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope your baby is baby, baby Heath. Don't be too shocked here, guys. I'm gonna take Orlando City in a three nil victory. Ooh, oh, Minnesota's gonna score a goal. Uh, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I like the way that the defense played last mm. week. I don't think. I mean, they had the one goal, and it was it was kind of sloppy. Sloppy, yeah. but I, th- I I I was very impressed with the defense. I don't think uh, Minnesota yeah, Ramirez will be out. I saw that ankle turn, and it was dirty. If he oh, plays, yeah. then it'll it be bad. yeah. It was it was a full roll. Full how we, how we played the rest of the game was amazing, but uh, I think three 0 I think we're gonna I think we're gonna open it up. I think it's time to show why who we are. Who, who scores? Uh, I will take Pino again. Nice. I think Miram will open up an account this weekend, nice. and then. Will Johnson is everywhere. He was almost there on the back post. If Pena would have missed that, Will Johnson would have scored. And I think Will Johnson could could get one in again. I Yoshi almost scored. No, Yoshi, did. we Yoshi didn't even yeah. talk about that. Yoshi had a goal. They cleared. They oh, goal lines clearance. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. That was brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant from Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That that volley. That, that was ridiculous. Man. Was that awesome. volley. That's one of those like you pull off on FIFA. It's like by accident. It's like he like, putted it in right to the yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. That's what it looked like. It looked like a putt or like a screaming. Like, like, you know, like uh, hard hit ground ball, like to the shortstop. That was amazing. And Yoshi got ripped off. And I, I had my prediction, prediction for Yoshi for 10 goals. That should count. So he needs nine. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Your prediction for My uh, prediction is that it's three to one. I think they scored two. I don't think uh, Cam is, uh, I think, the best passing number six we've had already. Notorino would just kind of give the ball back from the center back and then pass it back to the center back and didn't have the range. So Cam's great at that, but is Cam getting stuck in and stuff like that? I don't know. My point is that they, 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 you saw Segura with that bomb from the top of the box. There's space a little bit there. I think maybe Molino gets through, like he scored at the top of the box the last game, and he sneaks one by and gets a goal. And then will he celebrate? What do you guys think if Molino scores? He's going to go up to the wall. Yeah. He ain't going <laughs> in the wall. No. He might not come back out. I think he, we didn't pay him. I mean, Christ was open about it. He even said Molina wanted to get paid. I didn't think he earned it. That's why we shipped him. So yeah. I think I mean he's if anybody's going to celebrate, it'll be Molina. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think right. I think right. he'll show some. But my 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 skull. Sorry, my my goal. I was just got distracted with uh, the Molino thing there. Um, I think it's three to one. Actually, three to one. I think probably Molino scores first, first or something. Kevin Molina. Yeah. Um, did I say Marino? No, you said Who about Ryan. for us? Who's scoring for <laughs> us? Oh, okay. I don't know what I said. Uh, for us, I think it's uh, going to be Pino again. I think Miram as well. And, and can we get some shots on goal? Like, you had Yoshi's, maybe one for Miram. And we had, like, 11 shots and, like, three on goal. Let's yeah, just get some more on frame. Goal. You too, Miram. And, uh, but I think Miram gets one. I think uh, Pino gets another one. And uh, just, f- just because I'm rooting for the guy, I'm going to say Richie gets one. That'll right. be awesome. Richie's you know, he deserves due, it. man. Richie's due, man. Right. Richie, Richie is, is due. due. So I'm gonna go way out. I'm gonna go four to one. Um, wait, wait, wait! This is JJ. We don't know if it's Minnesota or Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> four to one. <laughs> four to four one. Four to one, or- Minnesota. Yeah. No, four to one, Orlando. Orlando's gonna win big. Uh, they feel bad <laughs> that they tie this game against DC United. Yeah. Four to one. Two goals by Mueller. One goal by Merrim. And then one of the center backs are gonna score a header okay. off a corner. Oh, Specter nice. or Specter. I mean, it would be he's or, on a roll. Assist yeah. with that. And then the only goal is going to be, uh, I guess, Molina. Uh, that's because yeah, he's going to score here. 
So four to one. So everybody start Melino in fantasy apparently. All right. Um, I'll say if Pino score, if Pino starts three to one. If he doesn't, two to one. With the comeback or? No, no, no comeback needed this time. Okay. Who are the two goals? Um, if Pino doesn't start, I would say Merrim and Yoshi. Okay. Nice. All right, guys. Well, it's that time. Um, first off, let's say again, thank Casey's. Uh, you guys had the pizza again today, and yeah. they have Taco Tuesdays, but you guys ended up with uh, pizza instead. Uh, thank you, Casey's uh, Sports Bar here in Heathrow. And Field Turf USA, thanks again, guys. And, and thank you, Lee and Craig, for the questions. Correct. I love that. And it's no party. What is it? And it's no party unless it's a Higita party. No Higita, no party. All right, guys. We'll, we'll see you next week right here in Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Tune in next time for another exciting episode. We'll give you the inside scoop on what's happening in soccer and Orlando City. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe. Until next time.